What's up, beer drinkers? How y'all doing this week? Happy New Year, and I hope you are doing well this new year, and you guys are sticking to your New Year's resolutions. I don't have any resolutions. I do have one goal, though, and that's to drink more water. I drink very minimal water in the in the summer, I drink a shitload of water. I mean, come on, it's like 120 degrees around here. Of course, I'm drinking water in the summer, but, you know, in the spring, in the fall, and especially the winter, I don't drink enough water, and my cuticles are killing me. <laughs> but enough about that. That's my goal this year, is just to drink more water. And I'm doing pretty good so far. I, I think I drank uh, um, enough water to last me the year, so I think I'm done. Yeah, thank you very much. I did my New Year's resolution in less than a week. All right, on the show, we drink some really good beers. In fact, I have two beers I could not choose in between, so or between, in between. And so I had uh, Sorcerer Chromatic uh, choose my beer for me, and I think he made a good choice because I really liked it. Let's see, in the beer news, we talk about PBR, <laughs> Anheuser-Busch, and Yingling. So, uh, yeah, we talk about the big boys during the beer news. The cold brew list, we go over the top 10 beers on Untapped in 2021. And during our drunken shenanigans, we talk a little bit about our New Year's, what we did for New Year's Eve, and also we talk about football. And that's about it. It's a nice little short show. We hope you enjoyed it. We enjoy recording it, and we have... 52 or 51 more shows for you this year so sit back relax and enjoy another cold brew Coming at your pre-recorder from Cold Brew Studios, I am Greg, he is Sorcerer Chromatic, and we're here to talk about beer. Yes, we are. Happy New Year, man. Yes, Happy New Year. I know we FaceTimed on New Year's, but it's still worth being said. Yes, especially to all of our listeners. Yes, happy birthday, happy birthday, <laughs> happy New Year to all of you. Hey, maybe some have a birthday this week. Yeah, yeah, good for them. I'd rather have a... Uh, New Year's birthday than a Christmas birthday. I could see that because it's more like uh, you know they, it's still it's about a week away. You know it's a little removed and people are in a festive mood anyway. So everyone, a lot of people are are happy around New Year's. Yeah, your your birthday could be the plan for a lot of people versus yeah. Christmas doing uh, family stuff and whatnot. Right, you can have a party and people have two reasons to come. Exactly. Anyway. All right. We will get to uh, our New Year's a little bit later. I mean, I think we pretty much covered it, but uh, <laughs> I want to get to the beers now. Shall we? You sure. All right. I have two here. Jeez. That, well, You're not holding back. <laughs> deuce, deuce. I'm going to be deuces all year. Oh, no, I have uh, two. I couldn't choose. I, I love both of the names. All right. Oh. One is from the Hop Concept. From San Marcos, California, 
It is a hazy IPA at 6.5% alcohol by volume, and it's called Haze Pipe. It reminds me of Hash Pipe by uh, Weezer. <laughs> I blanked for Weezer a second. <laughs> yeah. I, I was about to say uh, Rivers Cuomo. <laughs> yeah. <is> guy's name. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, but then I also have by New Anthem Brewing out of, I think they're out of Wilmington, North Carolina. I have their Train Bound for Nowhere. I love both these names. Hayes Pipe, of course, because it's a playoff hash pipe. And Train Bound for Nowhere because it's one of the lyrics for uh, from The Gambler by Kenny Rogers. There you go. Oh, so I can't. So uh, you choose uh, Kenny or Cuomo? Uh, I'd go with Cuomo. Okay. All right. I like it. I've seen uh, Cuomo. I've seen Weezer in concert. I have not seen Kenny. He's dead now, though, right? Kenny Rogers has passed on. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, yeah. So, uh, okay. Let me get to Haze Pipe then. It is a hazy IPA, like I said, with Simcoe, Mosaic, Citra, Amarillo, and Strata Hops. 6.5% alcohol by volume. I will reiterate. And it is a 40 IBU rating. It has a 40 IBU rating. And without further ado, Papa. What do you got? I have from Left Hand Brewing Company. I have their double milk stout. Okay. Now, out of uh, Longmont. No- right. Longmont, Colorado. Uh, employee owned, right? Is that them? Yep, that's them. Okay. So, um, they, uh, the, I think I mentioned this a while ago. They, they did this uh, variety pack called the Milk Box, which they take their classic milk stout and, uh, and do different variants of it. So, uh, yeah. I have chosen to share the double with the, with the, with the show today. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, well, like, like it, the name suggests, it's a double milk stout. It is, um, Ooh, ten point five zero percent ABV. Woo! With the uh, twenty five IBUs. Do you know how much the regular ABV, uh, the ABV on the regular one is? Uh, looking that up right now, it is six point zero. Okay. Wow, that's a big jump. It's almost like a <laughs> yeah, triple. Yeah, it, <laughs> it is. I'm excited now, dude. <laughs> I know, All right. man. So down and dirty, pop up. Very nice. I have so the haze pipe is uh, it's got a lot of citric notes to it, grapefruit and orange. Okay, um, wait, sorry. Yeah. Quick, Go ahead. quick disclaimer. Yeah, this is not nitro, and I tried to pour it like one. <laughs> luckily, <laughs> luckily, I, I realized that in time, and crisis was averted. Oh, All nice. Right. All right. Hey, you're learning <laughs> finally. Seven years later, and you're finally learning. Hey, <laughs> personal best. That's right. Uh, so citric notes like uh, grapefruit and orange, and um, so that's all I'm getting so far. I mean, it, it is pretty straightforward, hazy IPA, very good, nice and clean, um, no harsh uh, finish. Um, they did hop concept does a really good job. I mean, that's kind of what their forte is, the IPA. So uh, I expect nothing less than the best. This is just happened to be their Simcoe Mosaic Citra, Amarillo, and Strata hops. So how's that uh, double milk stout treating you? Uh, it's dangerous. It's got a nice sweetness to it. Uh, really smooth. R- really smooth. I mean, uh, it's just sweet and decadent, if you will. Very nice. Chocolatey. 
chocolatey sweet. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it when it's chocolatey sweet. All right. We will rate these later during our untapped portion of the show. Just search Cold Brew Podcast and friend us and we'll friend you back. But now it's time for the beer news. All right, now, you usually ask me a question to start the cold brew list, but I'm going to ask you a question. <laughs> um, I'm going to propose something to you. It's more less Whoa, of a question. Hey, hey, hey. I'm not ready for all <laughs> I'm not ready for commitment right now. I'm not in a good place. Um, not drinking this January? Try eating ass. Whoa. <laughs> that was a real tweet by Paps Blue Ribbon. Like the checkmark account, Paps what? Blue Ribbon tweeted that today oh okay wait wait a minute what, what that question was for me then no nah, well i mean th- uh. there was a question in it but it was more like a proposal okay because it's like you know if you if a lot of people do dry january you know hats off to them or power to you you know maybe by this time they kind of c- caved in already after the going to work the for the first time after having a, a few days off right um but yeah they, <laughs> they tweeted that and uh, someone re- replied, uh, PBR or ass? What's the difference? And then Paz Blue Ribbon then replied, ask your mom. Whoa. <laughs> and then they added, and your dad. Oh, jeez. <laughs> now they're doing a, some of the, They're starting to backpedal on this. <laughs> um, they, they started to say it was in poor taste and... But they didn't really mean to offend anyone. It was just a joke, and yeah. But <laughs> I was like, "This isn't a real fucking uh, tweet. It can't be." It's like, like someone photoshopped it or something. Because I've seen it passed around, you know, the memes, and who knows, people, yeah. people. I mean, the whole Antonio Brown thing. There's shit going around already. <laughs> He's holding a sign. Signs yeah. say different things. Um, but yeah, so. But yeah, the, there's a news, there's a story about it and everything, and so I just thought it was funny. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I can I understand, you know, people, uh, you know, clutch their pearls or, you know, being woke or Karens or Chads out there. Um, you know, what, what is uh, that line from uh, My Blue Heaven? Everyone thinks they have a sense of humor, even those who don't. Oh yeah, <laughs> the shoes, right? The shoes are <laughs> Such a great movie, man. Yeah. I'm sure you know this, but that was like the that's Goodfellas Light. Well, yeah, it was based off Henry Hill as well. Yeah. It was uh, the guy who wrote Goodfellas. His wife wrote uh, My Blue Heaven. Fantastic. I mean, they're both fucking top grade, you know, movies in their genre. Right? Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> Would you agree? <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get back to beer, though. Uh, we have uh, one, a couple other beer stories I wanted to get to. You know, before I get to the next beer story, you know, I I scroll through a lot of beer news stories. I'm getting really, I don't want to say sick or sick and tired, tired and sick. I'm just, I'm over the, here are the 10 best IPAs by so-and-so. Or, you know, so, you know so-and-so picks t- t- top 10 IPAs. Or, you know, these are the 10 best uh, German beers, or these are like, I mean. So you're tired of my list stories? Cool. No, no, no. I'm talking about oh. like the just the. the 
<laughs> Are we deleting my segment? Shit. <laughs> but your, yours aren't always about lists, but yours have facts behind them, right? Like you, I know. You, like by sales, you know, you have the, the list by sales, you have the, um, oh. you know what I mean? Or by rating. But yours isn't always about beer either. Okay. But I'm just talking about like the, uh, the, the, um, because uh, it, it's by distribution. Like, how are we going to get all these beers? How do we know if this person isn't just some crackpot being paid by these breweries to promote their beer? Right. So, it's it's hard uh, to to uh, um, scroll through and take any of them seriously. Because it's all subjective. <laughs> so, where are you going with this? No, I was just... I was... Uh, uh. I was going through the beer stories today and I'm like, man, like the top 10 beers for New Year's Eve. Like, why are these the top 10 beers to have for New Year's Eve? I think that was, that's what set me off was that particular one. This is what you should be drinking on New Year's Eve. You know what? You know what you should be drinking on New Year's Eve? Whatever the fuck you want. Whoa. Hey. <laughs> or or right. eat ass, you know, <laughs> whatever you want. <laughs> whatever, whatever floats your boat. Oh man! All right, sorry. Did did I bring this show to screeching halt like I usually do? Yes. <laughs> awkward. A little awkward. Did that make things awkward between us? All right, sorry. I had to take a drink. I'm a uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, re- yeah. I'm uh regathering myself. Okay, here we go. Um. Yingling sends a cease and desist letter, accuses Bud Light of trampling on trademark. Oh, jeez. Now, what could this be? A trademark tiff between America's oldest beer maker and America's best-selling beer brand appears to be over before it really began. Uh, Last week, DG Yingling and Son, the nearly 200-year-old Pennsylvania-based brewer, demanded that its much larger rival Anheuser-Busch stop using a tagline for its forthcoming Bud Light Next Zero Carb Beer, noting it closely resembled one already trademarked by Yingling. Get ready for the next generation of beer, read the December 14th post from Bud Light's Twitter account, according to a screenshot provided by Yingling. The same graphic appeared on Bud Light's Instagram and Facebook accounts that day. Yingling quickly objected, pointing out its own low-carb brew, Flight, introduced in February 2020, is marketed as next generation of light beer. Yingling registered that phrase with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office more than a year ago. The brewer poked fun at Bud Light tweeting an image of a cartoon burglar masked and suspended from a rope, pilfering Flight's catchphrase. We know imitation is the sincerest form of flattery, but this is going a bit too far. Yingling tweeted at Bud Light. And then Yingling got serious, sending the St. Louis-based beer giant a cease and desist letter. Uh, Anheuser-Busch did not issue a formal response to Yingling, but this week Yingling officials saw that Bud Light had scrubbed its social media accounts of the disputed posts and replaced them with ones that that teased, get ready for what's next. Isn't Isn't that a Goldberg's tagline? No, I think that's your next. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> anyway. Don't, don't ask Pat Blue Ribbon. <laughs> <laughs> no shit, man. Fucking savage, man. Yeah, I, I thought the Wendy's uh, Twitter account was savage. <laughs> I know. Uh, Wendy's is good for a good uh, comeback. 
They get oh yeah. They yeah. Get, they got good PR going on. That's right. Uh, sometimes they get got, but I think they get people more than they get uh, than they get got. Right. All right, and that is uh, that's about it for the beer news. I thought those are two newsworthy stories, and they might rant in between. Um, throw, totally throwing uh, water on your fire. Word. All right. So you know what time it is? Big idea. It's time for everyone's favorite segment because it's not my favorite segment anymore. It's time for the cold brew list. Sorry, I couldn't get through that one without laughing. Uh, As we As proceed, we proceed oh. to give you what you need. Well, let me ask you this. Hmm. What social media site do we religiously use on this show? Oh, um, well, it'd be untapped because we stopped right. doing the Instagram um, person of the week a while ago. Right. Or our poll of the week. Oh, yeah. And the poll of the week. Yeah, we stopped doing that, too. Yeah. <laughs> no. So, yeah. Uh, see that untapped is uh, what you call featured when we when we talk about our beers. Mm-hmm. Um, just real quick. I have a list of the top 10 beers on untapped for 2021. Oh, okay. See, now this is a good list because it's backed with uh, facts. Right. Well, it's just data. Data. There you go. It's backed by data. That's what I meant. Yeah. All right. So should I do uh, 1 to 10 or 10 to 1? Uh, 1 to 10. I'm kind of liking that yeah. format right now. All right. So these are just the top 10 beers by check-in. Okay. So, uh, again, if you look at the... Should I... Uh, what do I want to say? Should I elaborate now or elaborate after? How do you mean? Like, uh, I would say, say the name, how many check-ins it has, and give a rating if it, if it tells you. All right. It doesn't tell me neither. Oh, okay. <laughs> it just has the name and the rank. Oh, okay. That's fine. Name and rank right. is fine. So, number 10. Mm-hmm. The Traditional Lager by Yingling. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, I'm sorry. It's got the check-ins. It's, it's got... Uh, 78,437 check-ins. Okay. Now, on Untapped, this is the number of check-ins makes it popular. Right. doesn't have to be necessarily the highest rated. Correct. Okay. Uh, number nine, Stella Artois. All right. It is a popular beer around the world. It's got uh, 79,392. Got it. Uh, number eight, the Trapel. Carmelite? Am I saying that right? Oh, wow. Really? Uh, maybe it's Carmelite? Yeah, Carmelite. I don't know. But it's got 80,512 check-ins. Wow. All right. Triple L. Very nice. I like that. Yeah. Uh, number seven is Viera Moretti La Authentica. Oh, that's that Italian beer, right? I believe so. Yeah. With 81,830 check-ins. All right. Them Italians. Yeah. Viva la <laughs> Close uh, enough. <laughs> <laughs> What's an Italian saying that isn't like uh, stupid? Uh, <laughs> uh said. There you go. Um, forget about <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I'm just trying to wrap my head around it. Oh, you mean those stupid catchphrases like GTL? Well, no, not that. Like, uh, like Mamma Mia or whatever. You know. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the stereotypical. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> we watch too many uh, cartoons. Exactly. <laughs> you could have done the whole fucking uh, Peter Griffin. Book it a bit. Book it a bit. All right, go. <laughs> number, number six, Miller Lite. All right, yeah, I like it. With 89,962 chickens. You know I'm a fan of Miller Lite, yes. Number five, Lagunitas IPA. Oh, yeah. I, I, that makes sense because of all the product they got going out now. Uh, 92,157 chickens. Did, did I mention that when my parents came down, when our parents came down here, we went out to uh, this place called Richie's Diner and I just got off of work and they had breakfast, but the bar was open. So I got a beer and it was a Lagunitas IPA and it tasted like shit, but it wasn't because right. it was not uh, Lagunitas' fault. I think the, the lines were bad. Oh. Yeah, so don't get a beer when you go to Richie's Diner in Surprise, Arizona, because they don't clean their lines. Either for that breakfast. or that IPA is just sitting there and no one's drinking it. It's for just, breakfast. Yeah, for, for, yeah, dinner and lunch is okay. Yes. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> Number four, Corona Extra. Oh, good, good God. Yeah. With that, 92,795 check. Mm, 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 mm. I hope it got a low rating though. I'm gonna look it up <laughs> while you're saying that. I'm just curious right. on what Corona Extra uh, is ranked. Number rated. three. Yeah. Number three, Punk IPA from Brewdog. Oh, okay. They are expanding. With, they have a lot of production facilities around the world now. With ninety-eight thousand six. Check it. Okay. Oh, it's a three point one zero. That's a. <laughs> That's three stars too high. <laughs> I get jokes. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Uh, number two, Heineken. Yeah, that makes sense. Heineken got 106,885 checked. Ooh, man. Broke the, the six-digit mark. Yeah. And the number one uh, beer checked in on Untapped is Guinness Draft. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah. I thought you were going to say like, well, they're going to say snow because it's by volume the, the most sold, right? But yeah. then again, um, China put a clamp on a lot of, uh, has a clamp on a lot of uh, apps, we shall say. There you go. So maybe uh, Untapped is not available in China. Possibly. Mm. Uh, so Guinness Draft had actually a whopping 188,000 and 64 check-ins. Hmm. Now, yeah, the thing about this list is it, it's got to be beers that everyone has access to. You right. know what I mean? Like, uh, your local favorite craft beer is, uh, if they're authentic enough, if they're real enough, they're, they're probably not getting the uh, the uh, distribution like uh, a lot of these uh, beers listed here. Right, yeah, exactly. And so, you know, like, what? Which is kind of curious, how, like how the Brewdog made it. However, yeah, if you, if you count in, uh, I guess the, the European uh, numbers, it probably helps them. Oh yeah, the European numbers. They got the facility in Ohio now. They they just opened up that spot in Vegas. So yeah, yeah they're they're opening a bunch of stuff. So I, I could see how people are getting punk IPAs. Very nice, very good list. Um, very upset about the Corona, but I get it because it's. Widely distributed and mass produced and all that. All these are mass produced beers. Yeah. 
All right. Um, how's your beer treating you? It's good. Yeah. It's good. I thought like uh, the sweetness would, would either get to me or mm-hmm. fade out. However, it's uh, it's holding up nicely. It's kind of weird to describe. You know, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you mean the fact that uh, every time you sip it, it's like it's still fresh? Yeah. Wow. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. So uh, left hand double milk stout? Yes. All right. Left hand double. There it is. All right. Uh, what would you like to rate this beer at? Uh, I'm going to give it a 375. 375. Um, it has a 3.9 overall rating. A people have checked in on it. Uh, none of our friends have, so 375. What are your tasty notes on this big bad boy? I'm going to say sweet. Yep. Stouty. Stouty. And milky. Ooh, milky. Milky smooth. All right, uh, save and check in. All right, mine is Haze Pipe by the hot concept and let me look that one up. wow we didn't get any badges on that one what the fuck no new year's badge i'm a little hurt i'm a little taken aback right now uh let's see here haze pipe i got my haze pipe oh here it is it has an overall rating oh i should have rated this before all right well too bad 3.91 um and i was going to give it a uh 425 anyway so 425 i like this one a lot i i do like the citrus um i like the stone fruits better but citrus is not far behind and it's like a sweet sweet citrus it's not too pithy you know it's not very uh, um with uh, like like a pith bitterness it doesn't have too much of that into it and there's and it's nice and smooth nice uh good clean finish so let's see here um citric sweet and uh crisp i'm gonna say crisp because it's uh that that's what i meant by the finishes is clean is crisp all right save and check in do we get our nope do they not have are we being are we being punked without any cards from from untap what's going on here very upset you want to tap i just want something to to complain about oh man all right so new year's you went up to um to your wife's family's house again do you guys have a, yes. a lot of people in there or just a few this time no yeah yeah it was just it was just me and my wife and mm-hmm. my kids and my mother-in-law did your uh did any of your kids stay up for midnight well i know you're the newborn <laughs> it doesn't really matter but right. did your oh did your older daughter uh stay up she didn't stay up she got up so okay so yeah she she was there of course she doesn't get the concept of uh of the ball dropping and whatnot Mm -hmm. but she was hanging out with us and she was actually just uh happy because we let her watch uh little videos on uh on youtube little kid videos oh okay she's into like the the coco melon and the daniel tigers and stuff right oh yeah 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 simple songs coco melon uh, Mm -hmm. dave and ava I mean, uh, she's she's all over that stuff, you know. That, <laughs> so that's you. the thing. We're, uh, we're we're trying to we're trying to you know we're trying to limit that at the same time. Mm-hmm. It was New Year's, you know. She was she wasn't 
you know, uh, other than not wanting to sleep, she wasn't, you know, doing anything, uh, you know, <laughs> she, uh, she wasn't doing anything, so, uh, we just let her enter be entertained with that, and, uh, she was so content. Yeah. At the same time, at the same time, you know, me and my wife, we were, we were drinking, and, uh, we lost track of time, and, you know, our, our daughter was still watching it, but she was tired, so. When we took her to bed, she was out. Uh, I like I haven't seen her fall asleep that fast <laughs> since she was a newborn herself. So yeah, that was funny. No, that's that's great. Um, yeah, I went over to uh, the ex's house and hung out with my daughter and we and of course my ex and her mom were there. Then we went across the street for a little bit to hang out with the neighbors and his mom and dad and brother had come in from California and um, that was the first time I met all three of them and. His brother's a beer drinker, so we were sitting there. We uh, we were talking about beer. Uh, he lives up in uh, Lodi, so we were talking about Lodi for a minute and some of the breweries up there. And um, then my friend brought out the I gifted him a fundamental fundamental observation for Christmas, so he brought it out. So we were sipping on that a little bit. So that was kind of cool. But I had a uh, a beer from Goldwater Brewing that I hadn't had before. It was called Crimson. Crimson Skies. It's a prickly pear hazy IPA. Man, that was a really good beer. I, I really enjoyed the hell out of that one. So that was a notable one. And then uh, uh, what else did I have? I forgot. I had a, like, a, I think I had a Celebration Ale left over. Yeah, you know, Celebration IPA, excuse me. And a uh, Double Mind Haze by Firestone. Sang a little karaoke and then about like 10 minutes before the ball dropped, we switched it over to uh, Ryan Seacrest. The Dick Clarks. Well, they still call it Dick Clarks or Rockin' You, huh? I believe so, yeah. Um, and then, but I missed the whole Miley Cyrus uh, war- wardrobe malfunction, though. Okay, the Miley Cyrus thing was different than the yeah. Dick Clark one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah. saying, like, I, I didn't know about it till the next day. And oh, okay. I didn't really care but- to, to tune in to Miley Cyrus and Pete Davidson. <laughs> That's what, yeah. a weird, what a weird combo. Yeah, we actually were watching that one because uh, my mother-in-law has Dish Networks, and, and Dish Network doesn't have that one, whatever network uh, the Seacrest Dick Clark was on. Yeah, I forgot if it's ABC or Fox. No, it, it, okay, it has to be ABC then. Okay. ABC or NBC. Anyway, we they, they don't get that one. Maybe they, it they is just, NBC. No. Anyway. They, they don't get that one okay. for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. They, they don't have a contract with it, so we had to watch the other one. Oh okay. Well, I mean, we just and turned yeah, it like, on. We just turned it on. I mean, years past, we we'd watch like the, the the performances and stuff like that. Right. By all the different artists, but this this year we didn't. So yeah, a good time, and then we went back to karaoke, and um, yeah, and then I think I left around one thirty or two, and then I came home and <laughs> I poured a beer, and then fell asleep while watching TV, and didn't even. I think I had two sips of the beer, and then I drank it the next day and tasted uh tasted good to me because it's a hazy IPA. Uh, let's see what else did I want to talk about. Um, come on, talk a little bit about football real quick. Um, the uh, every team in the NFL, including all the the broadcasts and everything, pay tribute to uh, John Madden. 
which uh, yeah. you know, of course, I think we all expected that. What did the 49ers do at the stadium? Were you there? Were you in time? Uh, did you get in the stadium in time to see that? No, sadly, I didn't. Uh, oh, okay. The moment of silence, I missed it. Mm. That was uh, security was like, uh, I guess, understaffed. A few of the the, the metal detector lines and stuff were were super long because they oh, weren't okay. all open. No, I mean, COVID, don't huh? get me wrong. We tr- we tried to time it to get in there in time, but yeah, they just don't. Yeah. Did you guys do the the our dad's the whole hot dog routine the very last game? No. Oh really? You guys went yeah, full yeah. blown, huh? Yep. Oh wow. Good for you. <laughs> what uh, um was there a lot of people there or was it like half full, three quarters full? I I think it was full. Oh okay, that's good. Yeah. It was uh what what did you think about uh our buddy uh Trey Lance's performance? I, I thought it took him uh, too long to get in the swing of things. Right, yeah. However, I get uh, it. you know, he had a nice game. Uh, the interception uh, was just a bad throw. And at the same time, uh, on I forgot who said it, but they said on, on that style of play, no one ever sees the backside. And that's true because we were looking at Debo standing all by himself. I mean, you couldn't get more open than he was. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah, one of those. Yeah, I so, get it. So, yeah, granted, he... If if he threw that that ball with a little bit more touch, you know, you know, float floated over the the defender a little bit more uh, mm-hmm. instead of you know uh, instead of a, a freaking you know laser dart to the to Kittle. Um, yeah, it's a completion for for a nice touchdown. However, uh, I mean, or not not for a nice touchdown, for a nice reception. I don't think uh, Kittle would have scored on that. But but Debo was all by himself and pretty much behind the the last defender. That, that was closest to him, you know what I mean? So I mean, does Trey Lance have a touch ball? It seems like everything is a is a rocket. No, that that the 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 touchdown to Debo was a nice touch. Oh yeah, I guess it, yeah, it was yeah, yeah, it wasn't a rocket. Yeah, you're right. I guess so. I guess it, he just has to judge it better. Right. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, he. Um, I, I watched it through red zone, so I didn't get to see everything. And since nothing was really happening in the first half, I didn't really see a lot of the game. Because they they only, they only put it on there if it's uh if it's if they're in the red zone or if it's a highlight that they oh let's just show you what happened in the game a little while ago. Um, I gotta say every time he went back to pass though, like my my asshole tightened up, <laughs> so to speak, because I was like, oh my god, shit, he's gonna throw it away again. That that was just the the feeling I got every time he went back to pass, man. But as the game went on, um, they they were showing more and more and. He did look a little bit more comfortable back there. I don't know if it was adjustments he made or if he just the nerves got calmed because he hadn't played right. since what that that game in Arizona that you came to. Well, technically he uh, he did hand off the ball a few times after the in the Jacksonville game. Oh, okay. Well, this is his first start since then. Yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, yeah. So now it's up to the 49ers to beat the Rams, which they have, but is. Trey or Jimmy gonna play? If Jimmy plays. I have a, I have, I have a little bit more confidence than if Trey starts. Yeah, uh, that's that's what the I guess local radio media is saying that that they're worried about Trey facing uh, the Rams uh, pass rush. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And secondary. Just, yeah, uh, it's just gonna be a whole uh, a much more uh, lively defense, and they're like, and don't take anything away from. Uh, from he, the guys on on Houston, I mean, they're, they're playing as hard as they can. I mean, they're mm-hmm. you know, 
they're pros. They're getting paid. They got pride, you know. Regardless of the future of the direction of that team, I mean, they want to play in the NFL next year, regardless of if it's going to be with them or a new team. So, you know, uh, you can't just write them off just because uh, of the team turmoil and, uh, you know, modest record. If you yeah, will. well, there, there's a, definitely a drop-off in talent when it comes to Houston. But right. I think that's all because of the front office uh, moves that, that happened in the last few years. And right. injury too, and then of course Watson shot himself in the foot, figure figuratively. But you know, and then if you really look at it, I mean, Jimmy did earn uh, a, a lot of uh, respect this year. You know, the whole it was a rough start. Okay, mm-hmm. well the Niners won two games and then what lost like five in a row or something like that. Yeah, it was so pretty bad. It was yeah, it was a rough skid, but he uh, he helped right the right the ship and uh, you know get the team in, in contention. So. It, it's only right he get a chance to start if he's if he could go, you know. I've always defended Jimmy. I always thought he was a great player, and I mean, people always uh, every time they lose, it's like, oh, get Jimmy out of there. He doesn't know yeah. what he's doing. Put in Lance, and then Lance plays, and they're like, oh, put it back, Jimmy. Get the fuck out of here. Maybe there could be a different fans saying it. Could there could be two sides? It could be two factions within the fans yelling. But it, you, the grass is not always greener, man. It's you know you know where the grass is greener, or you stay and nurture that grass, or you water it, fertilize it, cut it. You put grass dye in there. <laughs> there you go, green number ten or whatever number it is. <laughs> grass dye. Uh, what about artificial grass? Throw in a robot. Throw in a cyborg for our quarterback. That's where it's at, right? Isn't that where it's all coming to? Robots taking people's jobs? Why not? Uh, let's go, let's do some cyberball. Come on, bring it. <laughs> all right, man. Anything else you'd like to add to this episode? Um, let's see. I'm I'm thinking of something to actually take away from the episode. <laughs> what's your What's your one big takeaway from this episode? No, I meant not like in a reflection takeaway, like subtract from it. Hey, okay. Hey, uh, I know we don't do resolutions because uh, we both you and I think, you know, if you're going to do something, just do it then. You don't have to wait till a, uh, a date to do it. But you have any goals this year? Stick it to the man. boy. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right. Thank you for downloading yet again another Cold Brew Podcast. I am Greg. He is Sorcerer Chromatic, and we'd like to wish you cheers. Until next time.